Hello and welcome to the last episode of the week, and very sadly, of the series. What an amazing time we've had though on this story-exploring adventure. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Oh, I'm Ben Shires by the way. Well, to round the series off in style, we're joined for the last time by the wonderful author Owen Colfer, who has offered to read us a little snippet from his book, The Farrell Twins Deny All Charges. So, sit back, feet up, and here's Owen. Okay, so I want to read you a little bit from uh, The Farrell Twins, and as you can see on the front there, uh, they're all in a jet. So the two twins are in a jet, and uh, and it's being followed by a missile and this is at right at the start of the book and they've bought like some people might borrow the family bicycle and the foul twins borrow the family jet and they don't tell their dad and they fly across to florida to do some reconnaissance uh, and miles remember is is the smart one the genius and beckett is the sporty one and when they're going miles is always trying to prove that he's a greater genius than his brother artemis and so his favorite topic of conversation is uh, that Artemis is an idiot and uh, he wants to convince his brother of this. So they're in the jet going towards Florida. As the foul tachyon passed over the emerald green of Cuba far below, Miles launched into the latest in his ongoing series of articles with two audacious lies. I hate to speak, speak ill of the absent Beck, he said, but our brother Artemis is an idiot. Beckett adjusted the jet's flaps. Artemis is not an idiot. Uh, he built a spaceship. Spaceship indeed, said Miles scornfully. Are you referring to the Artemis Interstellar? That craft is barely more than a wind-up flying yo-yo. I would be embarrassed to breach the exosphere in such a contraption. Our big brother built an actual spaceship, insisted Beckett. Idiots do not build spaceships. But Miles was far from finished. An Interstellar? What kind of name is that? Technically speaking, which is the only way a scientist ought to speak, the entire human race is interstellar. This was perhaps a good point, but Beckett rarely cared enough about his twins' arguments to engage for more than a sentence or two, so instead he plucked another question from his seemingly inexhaustible supply. So, why are we flying over Cuba instead of where we're supposed to be? Miles defied the rules of air travel safety to unclip his belt and stand. Because we are foul, he declared, pointing a stiff finger upwards at melodrama being his weakness. And fouls always do the unexpected. Becker thought about this and then deflated Miles' moment with one of his trademark truisms. Which is only to be expected, he said. That's not accurate, Miles argued. There are a finite number of expected actions in any situation, whereas there are an infinite number of actions that would be unexpected. But, you know... In general, Beckett persisted, which was not like him. If you do loads of unexpected things, then the unexpected loses its un, which just leaves expected. Miles was perfectly aware that this, winning this debate would be more difficult than convincing a flat earther that the globe was in fact the globe, so he was actually quite relieved when he saw through the smart windscreen an approaching object which provided him with a genuine reason to change the subject. Look! brother, he said, pointing towards the streamlined cylinder, streaking towards the plane. There is a missile headed our way, and it has locked onto us. A missile, said Beckett gleefully. Wonderful. We will get back to the argument you are losing later. And they would, if indeed there was a later for the foul twins. 
Oh, what a brilliant reading that was. But sadly, our time with Owen is nearly over. Just before we let him go, though, we'd better get some top author tips. First of all, I think every author I know, and I know quite a few authors, they like to read and they read all the time. And they probably read even more when they were younger. So if you're a young person and you want to be a writer, there's no real way out of it. You've just got to be a reader. You just need to read. So you need to do your training and your training is reading and also writing. Uh, I try and write a little bit every day. Sometimes it's not possible to do, but most days I do. So I would advise you to try and read at least one book a week um, and maybe try and write at least one sentence a day. Well, what a fantastic week and series of story exploring it's been. We've met so many incredible authors and story explorers over the past six weeks and it's been a pleasure to revel in a world of books with you all. So, until next time, keep exploring. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth, available wherever you get your podcasts.